Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now, 267-22-JIGGY. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Cheeky Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. All available on our fantastic app. We've got some great guests with us today here in our broadcast, but when we get to our uh, first guest here in our broadcast, we're going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves, then we'll talk a little bit about why they're here. Go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Well, my name is Marie Sutro, and I am originally from the Bay Area, and I have the unique uh, opportunity to write a book about a psychopathic serial killer set in the Bay Area. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about the book itself. It basically pits a notorious serial killer against a rookie cop. Fantastic. Now, uh, how, how, how did you come up with the, uh, with, with the, uh, the plot and everything involved with this great book? Well, you know... Part of it was inspiration that came through my family. My dad actually worked undercover for the SFPD for many years. And growing up, I would hear some of these amazing stories, um, situations he was confronted with. And in addition to my father being undercover with the SFPD, my grandfather and great-grandfather also served in the SFPD. So there were plenty of stories and plenty of opportunities to draw from. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Marie Sutro joins us here in our broadcast, and uh, she joins us live talking about this incredible, incredible new book. It's available on Amazon. Now, uh, this this book is incredibly well written. Tell me about the writing process for the book. Well, that's, you know, every writer has their own approach to writing, but for me, I uh, tend to be a bit of a plotter. So I'll come up with the outline and come up with the idea, get really excited, go out and do a ton of research. And then as I start to write, I kind of let the characters, to some degree, take me where they want to go as they develop their own voices. Okay. Um, they kind of whisper in my ear sometimes and say, hey, let's go here or let's go there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Marie Sutro with us today here on our world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Joining us today here on JiggyJaguar.com and of course Red Nation Radio today. Now, uh, how, how do you develop your passion for reading? Well, that, you know, started very, very young. My mom used to go to bed every night with a book on her nightstand. And, you know, it was a big deal, you know, once you get to that age where mom and dad don't want you in their bed anymore. Yeah. I quickly learned that, gee, if I brought a book in, then I could hang out with mom a little longer in her bed. And it it slowly evolved into, uh, yeah, first first there was a a carrot involved, and then 
know, I caught my mom's bug and became just as passionate as she was, and I've been reading ever since. Maria Sutro with us today here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, or Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app, available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. And uh, this, this book that you've written here is incredible. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Tell us about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far. I have been uh, very fortunate. I've had some, some great reviews, uh, both from print media and from other authors, um, very well-established authors, who uh, a, lot of, a lot of parallels have been drawn to Silence of the Lambs, just to give uh, wow. out there a flavor of where the, where the book goes. So wow. It's pretty high praise, and I am, I am very, very fortunate and very grateful for that praise. Now, uh, where, where, where do you, the ideas come from uh, to, to put something like this together? Uh, they, they, they do come from pretty much everywhere, but I will say that, you know, there's always been a, a bent in my reading that, that tends towards the mystery and suspense and uh, a little bit of the, the darker problem solving, uh, if you will. So kind of always been a, a, a natural thing that's drawn me, and I always had a passion for trying to explore it myself as a writer. That's awesome. That's awesome. We've got Maria Sutro with us today here on our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast, border-to-border on uh, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And uh, this this book is incredible. Um Tell us a little bit about what you want readers to take away from your writing of Dark Associations. Uh, I'd like them to think about, there's there's some powerful themes in the book, and I'd like them to be able to think about, you know, for all of us, sometimes we have our head down so much in whatever aspect of our life it is, whether it's our role as a, a parent or a child or a friend or an employee or a boss, and sometimes we have our heads so far down that it's hard to see what's going on around us. So, you know, for me, reading has always been a great way to expand my horizons, and I hope as a writer I've done that for my readers. Maria Sutro with us today. She joins us live here on our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program here on a uh, fabulous, fabulous edition. Dark Associations is the latest from Maria. And uh, how did you develop some of the characters in the book? That was a that was a very fun journey. I uh, I I originally had the idea. It was funny because the characters kind of spoke up themselves. The minute that the idea came up, the main characters kind of popped up with it, and they uh, they're very strong personalities, and they just made themselves known. And I kind of went on this journey, and as we as we evolved the story, then some of the smaller characters, you know. There was a little bit of engineering sometimes and a little bit of just magic to them as well. But but certainly the main characters were just part of that magic of uh, the spontaneity of idea and, you know, where that comes from. Maria Sutro with us today. Dark Associations is her latest. What unique challenges are involved with writing a mystery? I would say that detail management is definitely one of the very unique challenges. Uh, there are so many interdependencies. You know, you build this giant web, and if you say that someone walked into a room, uh, you know, carrying a candlestick in Chapter 3, then they 
better walk into the room and be carrying the same candlestick in Chapter 4 if we're on the same day and the same hour. (laughs) 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 There's just so many little details as you you look at the course of, you know, an, an entire novel. Uh, when you do have a mystery that you're trying to have people solve, you know, you've got to make sure that you make it solvable and you, you're legitimate with your details and, and you really come in and meet the reader's expectation. And that was, you know, another goal was that it, it just be absolutely solid. So managing those details, it's all about the spreadsheets. <laughs> Maria Sutro joins us today here in our broadcast. Dark Associations is her latest. What was the greatest joy in writing this book? One of the greatest joys was being able to kind of pay homage, as I said, to those prior generations of the family. Uh, I didn't go into law enforcement uh, as the prior generation had. I had that opportunity to sign up, and instead I decided to write up and uh, be able to to write about it and maybe uh, serve in a different way in terms of, you know, bringing some entertainment to people and, and bringing uh, a little a little fun into their lives. It is Dark Associations, the latest from uh, Maria Sutro. She joins us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, w- w- with this book, that the, there is, the, tell, tell us a little bit about the characters. Um, how do some of the books, uh, how do some of the characters in the book parallel your life and how are they different? Well, one of the main differences, you know, obviously a lot of the inspiration came from my dad and some of the stories that he told. So one of the big differences off the bat is that my main character isn't a male, it's indeed a female. And she's got an incredibly strong personality and she uh, perceives the world a, a certain way based on the experiences that have shaped her, very analogous to all of us. You know, we're all pretty much a a product of of things we've seen and experienced in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, my villain is an exceptionally dark character. uh, And luckily for me, I don't know anyone like that. But obviously, um, in the course of human experience, uh, unfortunately, there have been some of those very dark characters out there. And there's always been some allure for me. You know, what makes those kind of people tick? What makes them do what they do? Uh, so I wanted to go on that journey with the reader as well. Maria Sutro with us today. Now, uh, what's next for you as an author, and how can fans reach out to you? Uh, what's next is there is going to be another book in the series, and the book is actually going to be released on January 10th. It's available now on pre-order on every major platform. Uh, but when the book comes out on the 10th, it will have an excerpt from the next book in the series. So we're definitely going to be following my main character, Kate Barnes, her, her, her adventure, uh, which is going to be great. And anyone who wants to reach out, uh, either to hear more about the book or more about me, can reach me at mariesutro.com or any of the major social media platforms. I've kind of got a finger in just about everyone. Well, fantastic. I appreciate you making time for us today, Maria. Have yourself a happy holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have yourself a good one. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Maria Sutro, Dark Associations. We've got more coming up.
Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. This is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Years ago, there were several automakers that had vehicles that posed a two-tone exterior paint effect. You first look at the car, and it appears blue. The second look, green. This concept faded until now. BASF has introduced a host of colors that reintroduce this concept. Instead of changing colors, though, the colors will deepen or lighten depending upon which way you move around the vehicle. The new trend is expected to hit the road with the 2020 model year. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carecareforthecluelist.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Welcome back to our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast, boner-to-boner, Red Nation Radio, tune-in, iTunes, radio loyalty, and 50-plus AM, FM stations across the country and around the world. Each and every day, we are broadcasting live on our app, CheekyJaguar.us, or get it in any of the app stores. We've got a great guest with us today. Jonathan Ferreira is going to join us here in just a few seconds. He's launched a powerful project, which has become a fantastic, fantastic book, Guns in the Hands of Artists, over 60 artists, including painters, glass artists, sculptors, photographers, and poets, used decommissioned guns taken off the city streets via a gun buyback program to express a thought, make a statement, open a discussion, and to stimulate thinking about guns and gun violence in America. And we have on the telephone... Jonathan Ferreira, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good, actually. This this is a fantastic project. Um, what was the idea behind uh, doing this? Because th- th- this is this is great. Well, the idea really came about in the mid 1990s when I live in New Orleans, and the murder rate in New Orleans uh, was approaching 400. Uh, I worked with an artist named Brian Barella, and we, and we mounted the. First Guns in the Hands of Artists project to take guns off the streets and to basically to take the conversation out of the highly politicized and polarized realm where it's for or against gun control, this kind of like the, the rhetoric that surrounds all that, and to take the conversation into the realm of art, art as the language for dialogue and a new conversation. If we can look at this issue possibly through the lens of art 
using the, the emotional impact that art can have on someone, that maybe we can continue the conversation and we can turn the conversation and, and, and look at it from a different perspective and try and uh, have some meaningful, sensible dialogue about the issue of guns and gun violence in America, because I think we all want to make America a safer place. Yes, yes, very much so. We're talking with a great guest of this day, Jonathan Ferreira. He's with us today. He's a gallery owner and artist. He's also got a powerful new project, Guns in the Hands of Artists, and he's with us today here on our big broadcast. The exhibition and uh, also this uh, this great book, it fosters a brand new conversation about bringing the discussion into the realm of art. Um, tell us a little bit about that and, and why you decided to put that together with this book. Sure. So the exhibition started, like I said, in the mid-1990s, and that was the first time we mounted this exhibition. And then I yeah. revisited because in, in the, you know with Sandy Hook and Columbine over the last 20 years, yes. mass shootings in America and the daily violence that happens on our streets has continued. So I said, what can I, what can I do? So I revisited this exhibition, and in 2012 we got... 186 guns off the streets of New Orleans, 160 Holy guns, smokes. 26 long barrel shotguns and sawed-off shotguns, and we gave those to artists across the country, men, women, black, white, in different geographic regions, because it affects all of us. Yes. We gave them those guns, and basically the challenge was to use the thing to talk about the thing. Take the gun. <laughs> I love that. Gun, take, take the decommissioned gun and use that in your artwork. So if you're a photographer or you're a painter or you're a sculptor or a video artist, you take those those foreign materials and you make a piece that comments on the issue of guns and gun violence. And what happened was we had 35 artists in this recent exhibition, and they made 45 works of artwork that addressed anything from children with guns to gun safety to, to the, the responsibility of gun ownership. And looking at that, and they that that exhibition started here in New Orleans in 2014, and has traveled around the country. It went from New Orleans to the Aspen Institute in Aspen, Colorado, to Washington University in St. Louis, fantastic, to Miami Beach, and then it went to Minneapolis, Minnesota this past summer, and then in this past just this past fall, two months ago, it was at the rotunda of the U.S. Senate Building in Washington, D.C., where it was sponsored by Senator Tim Kaine, who ran for, ran for vice president with Hillary Yes. So it's a very powerful exhibition, and the book is really an extension of the, the exhibition because we can't bring that all those artworks to every rural, rural and urban community across America, but the book we can. The book is, yes. the, is Im- images, images of the artwork along with... Um, uh, essays by 18 thought leaders from, on this issue from across the country. So you have folks like Walter Isaacson, Tim Kaine, Pulitzer Prize winner Richard Ford, Jonas Sarah of the New York Times, um, John Barry, the author of Rising Tide, the actor Harry Shearer, Gabby Giffords, the congresswoman who we all know was shot and has the organization called Americans for Responsible Solutions. They all wrote essays addressing the issue of their perspective, their unique perspective on guns and gun violence, and from a personal perspective, a policy perspective, and that's layered into the book so that we can, people can read the book at home. They can make a decision. They can they can they can have a conversation about this this very serious crisis that's affecting our country. We've got a great great guest with us today. He has put together an amazing amazing book here. Uh, 
this this is just an incredible uh, piece of art. Guns in the Hands of Artists. Jonathan Ferrero with us today. He's a gallery owner, an artist himself, and uh, he saw some of the stats on gun violence in the U.S. that were unprecedented. Uh, basically, every day in America there are 35 gun homicides, 60 gun homicides, 200 people who survive getting shot, 21 of the 20 Five deadliest mass shootings in the U.S. have occurred since 1980. And he wanted to do something about it, and he put together an incredible exhibition, and uh, also it turned into a fabulous book. Now, some of the other people that are involved in this, you mentioned uh, Harry Shear is is involved in the book, Gabriel Giffords. Uh, t- tell me about uh, Senator Tim Kaine's involvement in this, because... Uh, he 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 spoke a lot on the campaign trail when he was running with Hillary um, for for president and vice president about gun violence. How did he get involved with the book and tell us about his part of it? Sure. Well, I met I I, I came into contact with Senator Tim Kaine through a friend in, in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, who grew up with him. Awesome. And he uh, and I so I was corresponding with him, and obviously he's passionate about this issue. He's a gun owner himself, which a lot of the the writers, the essayists are, are, are gun owners, and so are some of the artists. And so, yeah. you know, but I think that we're, we're talking about responsible gun ownership, and that's what I believe the senator believes in. And so I was corresponding with him and his staff, and I asked him if he would if he would offer up a personal story about, you know, his, his perspective on the issue. So he talked about being the mayor of Richmond. He talked about being the governor of, of, uh, of Virginia during the Virginia Tech shootings and how how that came down. And, and then his perspective just as an individual. So it was really interesting to see all of these different people, like Gabby Giffords, the, the Senator Tim Kaine, and even the rapper Lupe Fiasco, um, all offered these insights about this issue because I think it's so important that we address this and that we, we, we have some kind of moderate common sense conversation and you mentioned the book the book is not some like academic text for college professors this is these are beautiful artworks they're images of artworks and they're meaningful essays it's it's a good read it's a powerful read but it's also a very impactful read and that's something that's important because this is a tough tough issue it is a very tough issue and uh Tell me a little bit about the book, uh, the, the production of, of the book itself, because it is a beautiful, beautiful book. Well, so I worked with, a, with the, the publisher is Inkshares, which is out of San Francisco, and they're a very unique situation because they're like Kickstarter meets Random House. It's a crowdfunded publishing platform, and I was able to work with the designers to lay out the book exactly how I wanted to flow the artwork with the essays so that there's meaning between there's an image of, of a beautiful piece of artwork with an essay and then another image so it it flows and it has this kind of a beautiful artistic slant to it but it also has it as as a, a personal perspective as well and i think it really it came out super super fantastic and it really it, it artwork can evoke emotion and through emotion it, it can it can evoke change and and if you think about someone like Upton Sinclair, like what's the point of, of, of art being in the process? Throughout history, there are examples of art affecting change. Upton Sinclair wrote The Jungle in like 1904 about the meatpacking industry in Chicago, and 20 years later, that led to the founding of the FDA. The protest songs of the 1960s, though, that led to change after the Vietnam, in the Vietnam War and, and people's perspective. So there, art has a place in our society of holding up a mirror and asking the hard questions 
through the lens of art of what is the issue with guns and gun violence in America. It is a fantastic guest. He joins us today here in our broadcast. And uh, this book, uh, Guns in the Hands of Artists, is an amazing, amazing work of uh, art itself. It, it, it's also uh, an exhibition. And we've got gallery owner and artist Jonathan Ferreira joining us today here in our program. Uh, Jonathan, before we let you go, what, what's next yeah. for you? What, 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 what do you have coming up that, uh, that you can tell us about? Well, so what I've done is, is I've started a foundation called the Guns in the Hands of Artists Foundation. And what we're going to do with that foundation is to do large-scale public art projects across the country that raise even more awareness about the issues of guns and gun violence, whether it be in, in Chicago, Washington, D.C. So the foundation is going to work with artists across the country on a much larger scale. So you may see to a, a city park near you, Coming a project that is presented by the foundation, so it's a really important offshoot and progress from this the book and the exhibition. And I just want to let you know also, you can get the book on Amazon.com and also at Barnes and Noble as well. So those are two places you can find the book that are that are doing very well right now. Well, it's an absolutely, absolutely beautiful book. I appreciate you making time for us today, and uh, thanks for doing something cool with guns, my friend. <laughs> Thank you I appreciate very much it. For, for having me on the project, I've been on the program, and, and happy holidays to you and all your listeners. Definitely, you too. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye bye. We're gonna take a time out. Come back with more here on our big program. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. On today's Creation Moments Minute, meet a fish with night vision goggles. The deep sea dragonfish lives at depths between 1,500 and 4,500 feet. At these depths, virtually no fish can see light in the red end of the spectrum. None, that is, but the dragonfish, and that is its secret weapon. The dragonfish is the only known creature to have chlorophyll in its eyes. This gives it the ability to see red light. But why would the dragonfish have these abilities if there's no red light to see? He makes his own red light. 
the bioluminescent red light is invisible to the dragonfish's prey, but the dragonfish can see its red light reflecting off nearby prey. The dragonfish's extraordinary ability to find its prey with light that's invisible to its prey bears powerful witness to a wise and powerful designer. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar. Welcome back to our world-famous Chicken Jaguar radio program here on Red Nation Radio. Also, tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, iHeartRadio, and 50-plus AM-FM stations across the country and around the world. Entrepreneur Ted Frank's going to be with us here in just a few seconds. He will be the first one to tell you that he used to be a jackass. <laughs> a, uh, I love that line. As a creative in an ad agency, he would sit through hundreds of presentations, rarely paid attention, but he soon realized that the most business... Basically, even the successful ones are missing something. He is the creator of Backstory Studio. He's worked with such iconic businesses, including Netflix, Fiat Chrysler, Twitter, and he's with us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, Ted, how are you, sir? I'm good, and I'm and I am probably still a jackass. <laughs> well, I get I get called a jackass constantly, but. Uh, <laughs> But you have you have managed to take it and turn it into something. Um, t- tell us a little bit about Backstory Studios and 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 some of the different folks you've worked with, and give give us give us the uh, give us the whole scoop on this. Okay, well, back, what we do at Backstory Studio is we do strategic storytelling for big companies that have a hard time. Let's say if one department has an initiative and they need another department or the executives to buy into it. Instead of making people sit through a boring presentation, we help them craft a story that really makes people want to just jump on it and you know say like we need to get it behind this. And what I the, um, what maybe uh, what maybe right get to the heart, which is the book that's, that's out now, is having to sit through these through a lot of these presentations and putting together presentations for people that I knew were really really smart and worked really hard. And they just couldn't get heard. Yeah. And I wanted to look at, at how presentations are done and find them a new way. And I found it actually in a surprisingly obvious place. Now, uh, the movies. we've got a great guest with us today. Entrepreneur Ted Frank joins us here in our broadcast. And uh, a variety of movie storytelling strategies can be used to uh, advance your business in several ways. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about how, how this whole process works. Okay, well, movies are based on three big principles, which is that they're about being simple, being real, and being powerful. And I think all those things can be used by people who are giving presentations, even without a camera. Okay. And so so what we do is we lay out kind of all the different tips and tricks that movies use to craft their stories and apply them to real business problems. Well, I'll give... You're, you're, you're taking basically businesses to the next level. Give us a, an example and some details here. Okay. Well, like um, for, you know, for some of the clients, what we do is a lot of them have a hard time really understanding what their customers are really, really about deeply. Okay. So they've got their, all their research, which shows them. But one of the things we'll do, we've done is we put together little um, three-minute movies that really bring those people to life through, you know, creating 
heroes out of their customers so that when and also really showing the differences between them and then that's something that a company can send out to every single employee they have so even if there's 10,000 employees they can um, they can all see it and everybody's on the same page and everybody feels inspired because they re- you know we we've given them these heroes that they can create for and they can market to and, and they really want to be a part of something it is absolutely amazing. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. He has a brand new book. It's called Get to the Heart, and uh, Mr. Ted Frank joins us today. Now, uh, tell us about Get to the Heart. This this is an amazing, amazing read. Oh, thank you. Yeah, basically what it's about is it's helping. It's going to help, help people put together better presentations so they can get heard. And, you know, it follows the... You know, it's a step-by-step guide that follows those three principles. So first, you know, it helps you get simple and find the story that really matters. Yeah. Then it helps you become more real and give give it to your um, stakeholders in a way that they can really grasp and understand and relate to. And then it helps you become more powerful so that you can be a much more engaging speaker and you can move them and they can, you know, in the end they have a really powerful story that they want to go to their teams and rally their teams around. Now, uh, kind of delve into that concept of it, uh, because okay. uh, th- th- there's a lot of folks that hear hear some of these phrases and hear some of these terms, but they just they, they, they don't understand all of it. Okay. So into the, into the rallying everybody around? Yes, the, yes. Okay. Well, one of the things is that movies move everybody really well because they speak to our emotional side. And we forget about that and when we get to business and we open up our PowerPoint and we've got our bullets and everything. We really speak to the rational. But, you know, like if you start your presentation by creating a sense of urgency, you know, the, so that people have to listen to you, then all of a sudden the stakes get higher. And then they're going to listen to to what you say. And then if you build it, you know, and you keep increasing the drama and keep increasing the emotion, then you build toward this big climax of we have an idea that can really make, that can really, you know, create this big win. And then you end it on a note that evokes confidence. So you you show, you point out all the things that are already happening in the company that are moving in that direction or assets that are, that you can leverage and you give them a sense of we can do this. Then they've got a three-part Story, which is we have to do this. We we now have an idea and we can pull it off. That's and absolutely those, amazing. You know, and yeah, they walk out and then they've got that nicely encapsulated story that they can tell. Now, with uh, what, what, what the process here? How did you how did you come up with some of these some of these ideas and 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 group all this together? Well, it's kind of like it starts back when I was an a jackass back at the ad agencies, which is that. Um, <laughs> Advertising is all about being simple. And yes. if you can't tell something in 30 seconds, you are gone. So that really gave me a big advantage. And then I w- went into consulting, and I worked for a, for a strategy firm where I saw a lot of these people work really hard and have really brilliant ideas and not get hurt. And I, it also taught me about what works and what doesn't work in corporate America. And then but the third piece was I started really – really diving deep into how films tell stories and looking at story structure and looking at 
at how films move us and, and the different avenues they take. And then just kind of it, in that, I kind of found my answer and said, you know what? Everybody's been having a hard time understanding this concept of storytelling, and it's because they're making it too complicated, whereas we have a model that we know already works, and it's something that everybody can get behind, and it, it tells it in a way that fits the tools that we already have. You know, it's, you know, it's photographs and real-life characters, and, and it also really fits the way corporate cultures work and what executives want, which is being simple, being real, and being powerful. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. And uh, what 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 is one of the uh, the major things in the advertising world that people miss? Hmm. Maybe that that um, people miss. Let's see. I would say that you know all there are so many ideas that we don't get to see that are, you know that all the ideas that you get to to get to that final one. And a lot, of those, a lot of those are really fun ideas, and a lot of those are, you know, ones that I actually wish came, in the, came into air. And it would be great if they actually had some kind of television show which showed those outtakes, because I think yeah. people would love that. It is the uh, fabulous, fabulous guest with us today. Now, with this book, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, like I said, what, you know, that, those three principles of, you know, that, that of, being more simple, being more real, and being more powerful, but really that they don't have to give a, you know, a typical presentation. They don't have to rely on the same ways that you know, they've been doing. There's a better way out there, and it's a lot easier than you would ever imagine. It is a uh, it is a heck of a process. We've got a great guest with us today. Now, what kind of reactions have you been getting to the book so far? Um, really, really positive ones. You know, I've been... Really, I feel really lucky to be on, you know, guest on shows like yours, where I get really great hosts that take great care of me. Um, and then a lot of the the, the reactions I've gotten both from the book and from the workshops is that, wow, we didn't realize it was so easy, or you know, this little tweak, and all of a sudden it, I can take this to a whole other level. You know, like one of the one of the points in the book and, and in the workshops is is that. Typically, uh, in a business presentation, you give your big point, then you support it with a bullet, then you support it with another one and another one, and that kind of creates this downward slide that puts people to sleep. And it's similar to how newspapers tell their stories. You know, you got the big headline, and then they, and then you know the article. But movies flip that convention. And first, you kind of see, let's say, in the swimmer, and she's swimming, and no, not a care in the world. And then you see the fin. And then you see the music, or you hear the music. Yeah, that's when they have us, right? When they want us, that's when they make their key point. And that, and flipping that around and creating that anticipation is one of the things that people always come away with and say, "Holy, you know, geez, <laughs> yep, yep, I can create a moment here." That is that is a uh, heck of a process. We've got a great guest with us today. Joins us live here on the telephone, talking a little bit about his latest book. Now, uh, uh, what's what's next for you as an author how can fans reach out to you how can how can people get a hold of you well we've got get to the heart is our website and then um, people can get the book in page on amazon and in a digital interactive version for their tablet on itunes and ibooks and um i but get to the is definitely the best way to, to reach out to me 
and I will answer questions in as quickly as I can. Amazing stuff. Well, uh, before we let you go, uh, what, what do you have coming down the pipeline, my friend? I ha- I'm going to be speaking at a couple conferences um, coming up, and then, you know, I'm having a great time doing these interviews and uh, and doing the workshops. You know, that's, we uh, typically what we'll do is we'll go into a company and we'll do a workshop with 10 to 20 people, and it's usually a department, but it could be a group of employees. And everybody brings in a presentation that they that they want to be that they want to do, and then we help them make that presentation better, so that they walk out not just with a bag of tools, but with a new version of their presentation. And so that's that's something that um, that we've been doing, and is I've got a couple lined up, and I love doing them. Amazing stuff. Well, thank you for being with us. Have yourself a uh, happy holiday, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, my friend. You too, James. I hope I hope you have a great set of holidays, and I hope you get really good gifts. I hope I do too. <laughs> okay. Thank you, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. Definitely, you. you too. Appreciate it. We're gonna get to T.J. Walker here in just a few seconds here in our broadcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. It's a minute report for America. It's the crisis that almost everyone prefers not to discuss. 
the rapid deterioration of the U.S. armed forces at the same time that adversaries Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea are rapidly building up and modernizing their militaries. Those nations are not only expanding their capabilities, they are not shy about using their newly produced muscle. One example. A Heritage Foundation analysis of the Air Force's condition reveals that the U.S. Air Force is now the oldest and smallest in its history, and the problem is growing as the demand for air power continues to grow. The Air Force's capacity, in terms of number of aircraft, has been in a constant downward slope. Downtrends.com reports that the United States Air Force now has just one quarter of the number of fighter squadrons it had 25 years ago and only two-thirds of the active duty airmen. I'm Frank Ferruccio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. We're going to try to get in touch with T.J. Walker here in just a few seconds. We're going to be talking about uh, diamonds, and uh, we are going to see if we can get him on. We're going to see if we can snag him here. We've got patches of history coming up here in a few moments. TJ, how are you, sir? How are you? <laughs> we were uh, we were trying to get a hold of you a few moments ago, and just uh, wires just kept getting crossed. I'm not sure what was going on there, but we've got you now. Um, how are you? I'm good, except I, I can I, I can't talk very well, but other than that, I'm fine. Not not an issue. Uh, if 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 you'd rather, we can uh, we can do this interview uh, some other time when you're when you're able to uh, to enunciate and everything a little bit better. Are you are you recording it or we do it live? Uh, we can we we can we can record it. Not a problem. You just you just let me know what works and I can call you. Uh, we can do this tomorrow or or some other time. Uh, if we could just do it, if we could just do it in ten minutes. I'll be in a better place. Not a problem. Not a problem. I will call you here in about ten minutes. Okay, 15. I'll get you on in 15. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. We're going to, uh, (laughs) we're going to get, uh, patches of history on here in a few moments. Here's some Christmas music.
great time. Yeah, having a great time out here. Waiting on these guests who... I, I don't know what's going on. doesn't matter. Uh, Patches of History is going to be with us back here in a few moments. Uh, Alan K. Patch is going to be with us. Here in a few moments, we're hoping we can get Mr. Patch on. We are eagerly awaiting him to give us a holla, 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 as they say. A holla, 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 holla. That's the holla, 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 So... We will talk to him here in a few moments here on our big program. <laughs> Friday edition of the World Famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. And uh, we are gearing up for the Adult Video News Awards out there in Las Vegas, Nevada, coming up in January. And uh, lots of cool things, uh, lots of cool guests. It will be, it will be fun. And we will be on the Facebook, we will be on our app, we will be all over the place. And so we are looking forward to uh, to that whole thing. Uh, here, in a, here in about three minutes, we're going to be off the air uh, here on our big program. So I'm not sure... Uh, I guess if Alan K. Patch calls us, I guess we could put it on the website at JiggyJaguar.com. I don't know. He's supposed to, he was supposed to call us at 45 after. I haven't heard much out of Alan K. Patch. We tried to get a hold of, uh, uh, TJ Walker to talk diamonds. Um, you've heard TJ on this broadcast before. He tells us about how we need to buy this fake diamond stuff and it's, these factory-based diamonds and all these things, which which we will we'll buy them because we love them here. But uh, <laughs> speaking of people who we love, Ed Till. What's Ed Till been up to lately? What's that piece of garbage been doing? Has he been having a great time, as the Christmas song says? Ed Till is a guy who we used to... He used to be kind of a big deal, but now he's kind of just an idiot. Uh, he does a show on Ustream to basically nobody. <laughs> that's that's what he does. I'm sorry. He does a show to nobody. He does a show on Ustream to no one. Let me see here if I can find... The Ed Till Show on the Ustream. Um, <laughs> it's always so much fun watching Ed Till. Uh, what, 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 what is Ed doing with these fake networks and all this other stuff? He reminds me of a guy who basically got thrown out of the business. And so now he just broadcasts to nobody... And he makes us fiber money. I think he's a crack addict from what I've heard. You can clearly tell the guy needs to sleep. He plays a lot of music on his show. And he's got his, uh, he's got his Ed Till thing going. And 
I've I've tried to go I've tried to go to bat for him on several occasions about various things. The guy is just a complete knucklehead. Uh, he's just a complete knucklehead, and uh, I I don't know I don't know. Uh, maybe in the new year he can get his shit together. Maybe maybe in the new year he can get his shit together. I don't think it will happen. But maybe it will. Maybe he'll uh maybe he'll do like the song says and have a great time. I don't know. Well, download our app, JiggyJaguar.us. You can also stream us live uh each and every afternoon on uh Red Nation Radio. Uh tune in iTunes Radio Loyalty, of course iHeartRadio. Uh, each and every week we come to you live on the Sunday radio program, although we won't be live this Sunday because it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Christmas, as the Grease Man would say. And we're going to do some tidings. Does anybody remember the Grease Man? Am I the only one that remembers the Grease Man? What is the Grease Man up to? Is he hanging out? I, I thought he was uh, retired. I thought he was hanging out in Boca. Well, I don't think he's hanging out in Boca. I think it's like St. Petersburg, Florida or something. Doug Tracked, the Grease Man. Ed Grease Man, Grease Manelli. <laughs> Look him up on YouTube when you get a chance, because it's quite hilarious. That is that. It is the world famous Chicky Jaguar Radio broadcast. Merry Christmas. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.